Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Lady and gentlemen, the beer room. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Visit us online at beerguysradio.com. We are radio for the local craft beer movement. I am Tim Dennis. And I am Aaron Williams. On this episode, we're going to be talking bottle shops with Craig Torres from Hop City and Josh Doherty from Harry's Farmer's Market. Of course, we'll share the headlines. Got a special interview coming up here a little bit later in the show. And uh, all the events you don't want to miss. And don't forget... It's always Tim's Whale of the Week. So, how you doing this week, Tim? I'm good, Aaron. I'm good. You've had a bit of a rough day today, man. It's been a rough man? day. It's been a rough week. You're so. a trooper, though. You're here. Yeah, so. but every eight weeks or so, I just get splitting migraine headaches. Uh, I can usually power through them, but today yeah. just knocked me for a loop. So, some drugs, some rest. Yeah. And I'm here. I'm ready to go. All I right, was afraid man. that I wasn't going to be able to drink beer tonight because it just doesn't I'm appeal glad to me. You pulled through, but I and powered through. Yes, that was that was a tough. Behold the power of beer. That's it. That's yes. it. So you did a little pregame here, actually. We've got a Westbrook uh, Key Lime Pie Goza yes. that we just that you brought in. And We've I, cracked a few of these in the studio. One I love we this all beer. Enjoy. I, so, I really yeah. like this beer a Absolutely. lot. So, excellent. So, so before getting yeah. brutally slaughtered in today, what? Uh, how was your week? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, not only did I have that headache uh, from, from yesterday, my parents uh, go, on vac- go away on vacation, so they kind of leave the house uh, here locally for, for a few months. And it's my job to kind of caretake them. And usually it's nothing more than just making sure that the house still exists and that there's no branches or anything like down. But I discovered that they have a critter. So uh, I've spent the past couple of days trying to catch a squirrel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm, I needed a couple of beers after that. And I'm a country guy, but I've never had to deal with actually catching or trapping a squirrel in a house before. Okay. So so that's... Uh, the squirrel in the house? The squirrel is in the house. That's awesome. Which is great. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad to say it's not my house that I have okay. to deal with. So is, anyway. Did you just decide to let the squirrel set up camp or did I, you get I was, I was fixing to. He's, okay. The trap has been set. So hopefully by the time uh, you guys hear this... The, the the squirrel has been trapped we'll and in out. a very nice location, not okay. even close to my parents' house. But cool. you know, in the meantime, though, of course, we called the exterminator first to kind of fig- figure out what to do. And so while I was waiting for him, uh, I, I had an Atlantic IPA that I brought in from uh, Bar Harbor. Okay. I wasn't a fan of that actually. It was super bitter. Now I don't know yeah. if it maybe if tur- turned a little bit on the way on my drive back, but uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not a stranger to bitterness. I love bitterness, but this one was just a little bit too much for me. So to kind of calm it down a little bit, I had a Bell's Two Hearted, which is okay. one of my favorite IPAs out there too. So uh, other than that, though, it's been it's been pretty pretty bleak for me this week. How about you? It's too bad. You know, I had a pretty decent week. So yeah. you know, start off uh, last week and just kind of took it easy around my house. Hung out OTP up in North OTP. That's hood. right. So went to uh, a little event at the Craft Beer Factory in Marietta. Enjoyed uh, Fly to Beer there. Went over to uh, The Nest, mm-hmm. grabbed some lunch there. They the had the largest uh, plate of nachos I've ever seen. Their their nachos are just insane. Yeah. So they're share they're definitely shareable. So and that's and they were uh smoking a whole alligator. That's when crazy. We were over there. You sent me so, those pictures. I'm yeah, like, "Whoa, an entire like, alligator yeah. on the smoker there." So ran into some folks there and 
as you do, you get talking about beer. I found some that they hadn't tried and got a bottle and shared with them. They did the same. Good time. And then I, I hung out at uh, Burnt Hickory. Hadn't yep. been over there in a little while, so went over there and hung out, had a good time. And a uh, couple beers that I had, I always enjoy BHB stuff, uh, so enjoyed that. Uh, we tried uh, Cream Ale from Blackberry Farms. And okay. I've, I've really enjoyed the stuff I've tried from Blackberry Farms. Yeah, so it's far. a fantastic brewery. So, so the, yeah. yeah, so that and uh, Southern Skies, or excuse me, um, yeah, Southern Southern Sky, Son of Icarus. And wh- which it's one? I'm not familiar with that. Okay. It's a, and okay. it's uh, super clean, nice tartness, a little clear for that, but I really like that. Probably one of the favorites I've had from those guys. Yeah, so and far, interesting so. with Southern Sky, too. They're about ready to get their cans yep. shipped, too. Yep. So, so see, the, to, it's, not the, it's not the Son of Icarus, no. but uh, you'll definitely start seeing those guys on beer shelves soon. So so good for them. Yep, absolutely. And also, too, uh, Burnt Hickory, you spent some time uh, with a little bit of video yeah, with Scott. Yeah, Scott. Scott's always good about you know giving us an update. We mm-hmm. we talk to him pretty regular about what's going on. He's he's very open with sharing for us, and it's it's always a good conversation because Scott is just absolutely insane. So well, yeah, he yeah. is. So and, we had and so, a good quote talk unquote, there. five minutes is more like yeah. 10, 15, 20 right. minutes with Scott. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but it was a good week. Good week. So. Craig, how about you? Anything interesting this week? I was over in Birmingham yesterday. We have a store over there at, uh, uh, in the Magic City, and I was talking to the Wiseacre guys. Uh, they're out of Memphis, and uh, tried, tried through their line of beers. They have a really strong Pilsner. I mean, not strong in terms of alcohol, but strong in terms of quality. Quality. Uh, just yeah. a really nice Pilsner. I'm a sucker for a good Pilsner. So nice. I agree. We've talked about that a few times. I'm glad to see those kind of styles coming back. So Exactly. I drink yeah. really um, intense beers fairly often, but... Uh, Honestly, sure. <laughs> you can't do a it nice every clean, day. A nice right. clean pilsner, exactly, yeah. is an easy one to do. So, uh, hey, we've got a. Uh, how about how about you, Josh? I'm sorry, real quick. Nothing too new for me this week, but next month, Straight Ales making uh, Rumble Seat, which is a private okay. beer for mm-hmm. Whole Foods. Very so cool. Very be nice. on the shelves in September. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. Hey, uh, we've got to uh, go right into headlines. I've got a little bit of an interview now with Dan Roberts, the executive director from Al- from the Alabama Brewers Guild. Uh, we're going to do that now, and then come back uh, with the Truck and Tap Beers of the Weekend segment too. So, uh, here are the headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Yeah, on the phone with us right now is Dan Roberts. He's the executive director of the Alabama Brewers Guild. So, Dan, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Dan, uh, just want to talk to you. We appreciate you taking some time to chat with us here. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago we saw the news come out and some changes they were doing there with Alabama beer as it relates to uh, sales at breweries and some information they were wanting to collect. And I know that uh, people on the Internet got really worked up about it as on the surface it sounds pretty ridiculous but uh, I also saw an article that you posted that said there's some good things going on in there so we just wanted to talk to you and let you kind of share the the full story of what's going on over there and uh, what's trying to be accomplished sure and I'm not uh, you know I don't want to say anything you know for what I wrote I didn't mean to imply that anybody shouldn't be mad about that particular version of the of the proposal um, the only thing I was just trying to convey is that uh, what the ABC is doing is they're, they're really going kind of line by line with their rules and regs uh, to kind of update them to kind of bring them up to the uh, to sort of follow what's happened with changing laws over the years and, and really a changing industry. Um, and for the most part, I think most of the provisions in there are great. In fact, there's some of them are things we've been asking for for uh, one thing in particular we've been asking for for two years. Um, but, you know, I, I understand that not all of this great. There's two or three or four uh, things we're asking them to either drop or change, uh, and one of them is the uh, consumer data collection. Now, the data collection, uh, basically just any growler sales have to be accompanied by name, address, driver's license number, just a bunch of different uh, information for the end consumer, right? 
Right. Well, it's anything uh, sold to go from breweries. So it could be six packs, gotcha. uh, bombers, okay. you know, brewing buy to take home. Uh, they wanted the brewery to collect uh, name, address, phone number, date of birth, and then the uh, what you purchased. Um, and then every month, and this is something that sometimes gets dropped off. Uh, every month, they have to turn in those reports to the ABC, turn it into the state. It's a lot of paperwork. Uh, they would they would take collect you know take possession of that information. Gotcha. And Dan, did they clarify what the purpose of that is? I I kind of know what seems obvious there, but is there anything that that maybe isn't obvious as to why they feel the need to do that? Uh, you know, it seems like they're trying to not officially say anything at this point. Okay, gotcha. Uh, they right. never, you know, like I said, officially firm anything. But you know, look what I what I was told by uh, people that work at the ABC and mid to high levels is that. Uh, the purpose or justification for that was to enforce the uh, the the transaction limit. You know, a person can't buy more okay. than it takes equivalent yeah. a day. Uh, so their their question was, well, how do we how do we enforce that law? Um, and that's what they came up with. Okay. And what are some of the other things that they're looking at? You mentioned kind of going line by line because I know, and we've seen this over here. You get new laws, and sometimes they try to clarify things, and they can really mess you up. Yeah. So we've seen that in Georgia, but uh, sounds yeah, sometimes like sometimes they can, they, you know, for the thing in Georgia, sometimes they could try to undo what the legislature did. Right. That's true. Yeah. So, so what uh, is? Uh, I, I don't think this was happening over here in Alabama. Now, look, I could be wrong, you know, but. Uh, I got a pretty good relationship with the ABC people, uh, the administration, and sort of uh, the division chiefs and stuff. And everybody always blames the wholesalers when anything goes bad. But I think for, you know, if I could say anything good about them, I think that, uh, <laughs> which I'm trying to, uh, I think they accept that this law changed. They had a voice in it. Um, I think I don't think that they would be interested in causing trouble like this. So I don't think anybody behind it. I think it was just the ABC trying to do the job. Yeah, we're talking with Dan Roberts, the executive director of the Alabama Brewers Guild, just uh, talking a little bit more, getting some clarification on the uh, the growler or the beer to go a law uh, changes that have been proposed in, uh, for the Alabama uh, uh, for the Alabama state of Alabama. So yeah, Dan, what are some of the other what are some of the other items that are that are being addressed in this? Well, a big thing for us was uh, it's something we've been asking them to do for about two years. Uh, it's allow, there, there's a program called the Responsible Vendor Program that's run by the state. Uh, basically, to kind of certify that you train your your, your employees to uh, you know recognize certain behaviors and understand the laws of you know overserving and serving to minors and things like that. Uh, some of our breweries, you know, basically send their employees to that class, uh, those kind of classes, and, and they will be certified. But it was just kind of a uh, left out of the the regulation that breweries couldn't you know couldn't be certified in that program. So you know they're certifying us in that program. Uh, clarifying some of the language around growlers, uh, saying, you know, it, it, the container size are allowing up to a gallon. I don't know. That's two big ones. There, there's, yep. there's other okay. little stuff in there. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's other things we don't like, too. I mean, there's a uh, uh, a label requirement for growlers that we think maybe goes a little bit too far. Sure. So there's eight. There's eight. There's, there's four. I think there's – I might have this number wrong, but I think there's four new regulations and then four amendments to existing regulations. Maybe four of them have anything to do with beer. Uh, so there's there's a lot of stuff in there. You know, and, and the the thing everybody's worked up about, which I understand what they're worked up. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to say that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's really one sentence. Yeah. Sure. Out of maybe 20 pages. Well, cool. Well, Dan, keep us informed of the things that are going on. I appreciate you joining us today. All right. Thank you. Excellent. Dan Roberts, Executive Director of the Alabama Brewers Guild. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We'll be back with Craig Torres and Josh Doherty talking bottle shops right after this.
It's Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer service are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Hey, it's Aaron, and you're a fan of craft beer, right? And you want to know more about what's going on in the craft beer scene in Georgia? Thanks to the hard work from my co-host, Tim, we are giving you the lowdown on the craft beer scene every week right in your inbox. Go to BeerGuysRadio.com and sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer right at the top. We won't spam you, promise, or sell your name. Just good beer info every week. Plus, you can win great prizes from us. This Week in Georgia Beer, sign up today. BeerGuysRadio.com. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I didn't enjoy it at all. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Hey, welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com. We are here with Craig Torres from uh, Hop City, owner of Hop City, and Josh Doherty, Specialty Department Manager at Harry's Farmer's Market. But uh, before we get to that interview, we have got Truck and Taps Beers of the Week. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Woo-hoo! Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. We've got a melange of beers, don't we, in the we studio? Do. We do. We picked uh, just some highlights as our beers of the week because we've got a pretty good stash this week. Definitely. So we have, uh, courtesy of Josh, we have a uh, Jubilation Reborn from Schmaltz. Excellent. It's a 17% 2013. Thanks so much for bringing this. Wait, it's a 17%? 17%. 17 malts. He didn't, he didn't get that 17 here, 17 hops. No. I, <laughs> I was no, going to say. No. Then okay. that, to get that here, you have to buy two eight and a halfs and then combine. And then do a tour. And then, yeah, stuff, it's crazy. So, okay, crazy. I got you. Carry the three. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So, and uh, hmm. our, our buddy uh, Rory. Uh, Atlanta, a cat Atlanta. Yes, is he's hanging back. We don't quite have enough mics. But he's he's those, here. He's one of those quiet artist types. Yeah, he's, he enjoying beer. There, exactly. And he did bring a Green Branch Parallax. Nice to share with us. And I broke out my uh, Monday night brewing tie five on the fifth anniversary beer. Excellent. So we're going to crack that open here soon. So those are our beers of the week. Hey, we are here again with Craig Torres, the owner of Hop City, and Josh Doherty, the specialty department manager at Harry's Farmers Market. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about breweries. Breweries. We talk a lot about uh, brew pubs. The the creation part of the the beer industry, right? But we haven't talked really any about the the end results or kind of the tip of the spear, it's so the to speak. Circle of life, Eric. It is. We got to have these guys like from Hop City and from Harry's Farmers Market, Whole Foods to 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 sell the beer. Absolutely. So uh, so we're glad to, glad you guys could join us in the studio today. It's truly a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Craig. So um, so uh, Craig, let's start off with you. What started what started your craft beer journey? What was your what was your first craft beer? So uh, I'm a, I'm a little older than everybody in the room, I think. Uh, forty-eight, right? So, uh, yeah, you're just, just by a little a, bit. Just yeah, come on, there, I know right? I got you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so back in the uh, the eighties, um, I, I joined the Coast Guard right out of high school, and um, I had already been drinking beer. And I, I guess so you could say my first craft beer, if you will, was uh, was Moosehead back when all the kids were drinking oh, yeah. uh, Jenny Jenny Cream. You know, I bring the Moosehead to the. I thought it was pretty cool. You I know, have a passion so, for Jenny Cream. I'll just. I was just going to say, I no, no shame in that. I no, went to college yeah. in upstate New York, so I know Jenny Cream quite well. So yes, I'm from New Jersey, so yeah. So the Moosehead was my. Technically, my first craft beer in my small little non-crafty head. Uh, but that all said, uh, once you join the Coast Guard and you go, I was in New England, and, and naturally they have a, 
Pete's Wicked Ale was probably yep. my very, okay. very yep. first craft beer. Um, it was the first beer. It was my wow moment. I'm like, wow, beer is so much better than those <laughs> macro lagers. Uh, so that quickly got me into Sam Smith. Uh, the Nut Brown Ale mm-hmm. from Sam Smith has a special place in my heart because that was probably my second craft beer. Um, and that was all back in the 80s when we had like seven choices. Yes, exactly. I remember when Moosehead and uh, Killian's. Oh, yeah, was another. Those yeah. were those were craft. Those were the the ones you drank if you wanted to be fancier than your buddies drinking Coronas and Bud Lights. And if I'm not so. mistaken, wasn't that the point really? Just to yes, be fancier, absolutely. You want to be cooler, good, yes. Yeah. Tasted the same, but uh, but yeah, it was you know it had a cooler label on it, right? Indeed. So, yeah. <laughs> Josh, uh, Josh, how about you? Southern Tier Pumpkin King. There you go. Okay, a pumpkin beer brought you into it, huh? It did, and it got me hooked. Okay, all right. So you now we, we talked a little bit about pumpkin and and Oktoberfest beers and that. I like pumpkin beers. I, I love Oktoberfest, good Martins and that, but I'm opposed philosophically to them being released in July and August. So and we when we had Red Hair on last week, we mentioned to them about their Oktoberfest coming out, and they're like, we know, but it's you one of those get everybody to the else is doing it. Yeah. So. You fall to the mercy. Yeah. Of the, the, everybody the else is doing it. you yeah. got to get out there and get yours on the shelf at the same time. So I love the beers, but I'm going to wait a little while before. I, I feel it really it, peaked so. about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Shipyard Pumpkinhead came out uh, July 5th. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I remember that. And I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah, that's a little much. I have to at least consider putting on a jacket uh, when I go outside before I can think of doing a pumpkin beer. You know, that's right. But it's 93 degrees outside. Which it's, is tough in Georgia. you got to wait forever. Wait so, yeah. February, that's right? December 5th. You know? <laughs> exactly. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's true. Guys, uh, I've opened another beer. I've opened Monday night's uh, tie one on or tie five on. Five malts, five hops for five years. So this is a wild IPA. And I'm going to pass it around. Please help yourself. Yes. I'm going to keep enjoying the schmaltz. Yeah. This is absolutely delicious. I, yeah. I'm loving this one. Too. So, Craig, I've, I read a little bit about your, you know, you mentioned your background and that. And I know that uh, you were, I guess for lack of a better term, a little late getting into the craft beer game for for some people, right? So, In, in what respect? I guess um, later, you, since you're a, an older gentleman, I guess just later in life is kind of, you know, my point there. Well, no, probably 17, 18 is when I first started my craft journey. Okay. Uh, and back then, you know, remember back in the 80s, there was no internet. So yeah. journaling, keeping track of your craft was a lot harder back then. Um, we didn't have an app on our phone. Um, mm-hmm. I had, res- heck, I didn't have buttons on my phone. It was a, it was a rotary dial. <laughs> um, Cords and all that crazy <laughs> exactly. stuff on the phones, yes. Uh, but what I did do is keep a journal. So so okay. really from I, being in the Coast Guard is pretty cool because you get on a ship and you the ship takes you someplace. Next thing you know, you're in England or somewhere cool, and you're drinking beer you never had before. And so I started keeping track of that in a little, you know, old-fashioned journal. So as um, you went through your, your Coast Guard career in that, was that always something that was kind of in the plans? Oh, yeah. That and one day to, to work with it? No, no. It was it was purely a hobby. It was purely something okay. I did because I loved the taste of beer, and I, I love the adventure of always. It's, mm-hmm. it's that search for finding a new beer, and I think we still see that today. Um but for me, then it was more about journeying to other countries and seeing other styles of brewing and, and just learning that there are more things beyond the macro log. Now, Hop City, as far as I know, was the first craft beer focused kind of craft beer mega store in Atlanta. So what made you decide to to take that jump more than a hobby and to open a, a store like that? It's a great question. So it really had everything to do with market influence. Uh, I had been to Asheville. I've been to Bruise Nails. I've been to uh, San Francisco. I mean, there are craft beer-specific stores in many, many markets, many markets that are smaller than Atlanta. And I used to buy my beer in a, a retailer that still exists today. I don't want to you know, pick on them or anything. But I'd go in there, and I'd be picking out my beers, and inevitably I'd end up picking out everyone else's beers too. Because, <laughs> you know, there's that one guy who knows what he's doing, yeah. and everyone kind of flocks around him and says, oh, have you had that before? Anyway, by the time I would, it'd be a 30-minute adventure picking out my beer and everybody else's beer. And I thought to myself, 
why am I doing this for for another retailer when I can really just do this for myself? Yeah, interesting. And that's kind of in a in a in a beer nerd's personality, anyhow. You know, you get talking about beer, you hear somebody, and if someone says something that either they're wondering about it or or maybe they're mistaken, you just like okay. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to, I mean, when you're passionate about something, exactly. sure. yeah. That's yeah. why I love going, like mentioning going to the nest and sitting at the bar there. You just get to talking to people, and uh, I can geek out there, and it's okay. You know, I don't get the, the weird looks. Like, uh, I'm sitting around my family that's not craft beer, and I start talking about the intricacies of this, uh, you know, this goose that I'm drinking. It just doesn't fit in, so. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the beer community is passionate. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody yeah. loves talking. It's tighten it. Yeah. Now, Josh, for you, what uh, what got you involved, I guess, uh, career-wise, working working with beer? So, originally, I lived up in Massachusetts. When I moved down to Georgia, all the stores down here had beer and wine in them, so mm-hmm. it just kind of became part of my job. But in the last three years, I just took it over, just talking to customers and being able to talk about beer. Sure. It's easy. It's not work, fun. and mm-hmm. you know, Now, that's one thing that Whole Foods and Harry's, there. It's not an afterthought there for the craft beer. I mean, they, they you, you actually cultivate the craft beer section, and, you know, you work to be uh, a good selection, good choice to choose craft beer, right? Yeah. For me, yeah, that's that's our push. That's our draw. We have beer clientele. They go from there. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I know that uh, that Whole Foods has stepped up their game, and I know they're they're pretty responsive too. I actually uh, not yours, but I caught another Whole Foods uh, earlier this year uh, selling a very old IPA that's about six months old. And I, I sent them a, I sent them a tweet and I said, "Hey, FYI, you guys, it was a little old." And they was like, "Oh my gosh, we're so sorry," and he pulled them right away. So sounds cool. Uh, we're talking to uh, Craig Torres, owner of Hop City, and Josh Doherty. He's a specialty department manager at Harry's Farmers Market. Got a couple about a minute or so before we get into the next break. Um, Craig, now you've got uh, a new tasting room coming on the west side, or you've had one at the Crock Street Market area. Uh, Tell us about that, how that kind of came about. Sure. So our our first on-premise was really actually, when I opened the Birmingham store uh, almost four years ago, uh, it was almost by accident. The the license that they allow you to have in in Alabama is they they allow you to apply for a dual-premise license, which is a fancy way of saying you could buy packaged beer for later or you can drink beer on site. So naturally, I applied for that. And the thought was we were going to allow people to taste their beer prior to putting beer in a growler. So we opened the store. First guy who walks in the store walks up to the bar and says, I'll take a beer. I didn't even have it set up in the system to sell him a beer. I was like, no, 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 it's it's for growlers. No, 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 I just want a beer. There you go. Yeah. So really it was born almost by accident. That's funny. So um, the first beer served at Hop City, Birmingham was a 32-ounce pour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, biggest I, beer ever, yeah. I figured out very quickly how to sell them a 16-ounce beer. Sure. But yeah, no, it worked out great. So um, it, it was clear that the population was, was thirsty and excited about being able to, uh, we'll call it test drive a beer prior to actually taking home that six-pack. Uh, and, and that's where On Premise was born. Guys, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We need to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes talking to Hop City and Harry's Farmer's Market. We'll be right back. Here on the Beer Guys Radio Show, we always encourage you to drink local. And, of course, shop local at your favorite bottle shop. But sometimes you want something different. A beer you've heard about online, or maybe you've got a bottle share to attend, but nothing special to bring, or you just want to check out something new. That's where Inside the Cellar comes in. They stock lots of craft beer from breweries that may not be available in your hometown. Shipping is almost free for every 12 you buy, and if you use our special promo code, you'll get 10% off of your order. Inside the Cellar also stocks wines and craft soda, too. And using Inside the Cellar helps us out. 
So head to BeerGuysRadio.com. Click on the Sponsors link at the top of the page and click the Inside the Cellar icon to shop. And enter our special promo code for 10% off, too. That's BeerGuysRadio.com. Click the Sponsors link and then go to Inside the Cellar. Hey, it's Aaron, and you know what I hate? When I miss a favorite TV show and forget to DVR it. Don't let this tragic tale happen to you when it comes to Beer Guys Radio. Subscribe to us on demand. It is easy. If you've got iTunes, Stitcher, or any other iOS or Android podcast app, search for us, or go to BeerGuysRadio.com, click Listen, and you can copy and paste the RSS feed. While you're there, by the way, give us a review. It really helps. That's Beer Guys Radio on demand. Catch it today. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guy sent you. Ahoy there, mateys. Hunting whales? We've got you covered with Tim's Whale of the Week. Yar, we have some whales. You ready for this, Aaron? I'm always ready for a whale in of the Georgia. Week. It's all about nice cans this week. And then Lou, you said it on me. I'm so not. there's lots of can launches. Yeah, and some others. So it's I mean just huge stuff. So uh, coming later this week, or or may just be releasing. Keep an eye out for these three taverns uh, on uh, next Friday. The uh, or excuse me that they just launched uh, this Friday. The yep. the uh, pots, night on pots, and rapturous in cans. So yep. those are out there. We've got uh, Southern Sky Worlds Apart L. Yeah, we just talked about that a little earlier. Yep, just a little a bit one. ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wild Heaven's Autumn Defense is coming out. So get it now so you're ready to defend autumn when the time comes. <laughs> one, so. one has to with all the uh, the cr- yes. pumpkin and cranberry beers coming out, apparently. Yes. You mean like Terrapin's Cranberry Pumpkin Fest? As a matter of fact, yes. Out. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> and then red hair that we had on last week, their orange cream sick L and Hassan Pfeffer Oktoberfest. I so, love their Oktoberfest. Tons of cans. Yeah. I you know, a little different direction this week. It's so many cans I thought we'd feature all of those. Yeah, so we've got uh, another one, by the way. Uh, they uh, uh, have a Druid City Brewing. North, downtown North Porter is coming out there. They just won uh, one of the best to show in the Alabama Craft Beer Festival. So, yeah. uh, now, I'm not sure if that's in cans, yeah. but that's, if you're in Bama, that's your well this week. Yes, yeah, so and so. you happen to be around Druid City, if you could send us some. Yes. Um, we're not going to say no. We've we got to try that. It, best to show beer over there. Exactly. So, good, good So, hey, so. we've got another another guest in the studio, we do. by we the way. We've got a full yeah. house, Aaron. So we we've got uh, a friend of the show, Rory, also known as Cat Lana. He's a local Atlanta artist. He does uh, some random art, mural art, a lot of that, right? Yeah. And uh, so, uh, Rory, you do, you're available for commission for murals and different things like that, correct? Always, yeah. Always. <laughs> so if someone wants to find you because they want to, and check out his artwork, he recently did a uh, logo for the forum, Reddit ATL Beer, that we've talked about. Yep. For us to get shirts, it's absolutely awesome. And uh, so if you like his style of artwork, check him out. Where can folks find you? Mainly on Facebook and Twitter. I still haven't gotten a website together yet okay. just because I'm really bad with computers. And you do Instagram as well, right? Yeah, Instagram so Facebook, well. Twitter, Instagram, just yeah, Catlanta? Yeah, look up Catlanta and... You'll find Check it. it out. I'm yeah. a big fan. Yeah, it's, he's got some cool stuff I really there. like the style style there, so he did us really good. So check him out if you need a mural painted. 
Drop him a line. I'm looking forward to my Reddit ATL hoodie that's coming uh, soon. soon, so yeah, that's very cool. We got him. So, hey, uh, meanwhile in the studio, we've both got uh, Craig and Josh. Of course, Craig is uh, from Hop City, the owner there, Craig Torres, and Josh Doherty, the specialty department manager at Harry's Farmer's Market. And we're talking uh, beer shops, bottle shops. Uh, very fun time. Now, Josh... Um, what are some of the changes and trends that you've seen over the past uh, few months, few years, uh, when it comes to either releases or, or bottle shops or those types of things? The last few years, can movement. Yeah. It's just been, it, you know, at first I didn't think it was going to be well received, but people it really enjoy it. It wasn't at first, no. you know, yeah. so yeah. And I went against the trend. I was like, if it's going to be in cans, I'm going to jump on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. I'll take that backlash. Mm-hmm. You know, all you have to do is talk to people and explain to them, like, it's so much more convenient yeah. for me to, for cans if I'm uh, traveling around or if I've got them. I mean, it's just, I don't have to worry about the glass breaking. I right. just have to put a couple, you know, uh, six packs in there and I'm good yeah. to go. And it's just, it's so much more convenient. So I'm, I'm really glad. I'm, I'm, I was hesitant at first too. But I think, you know, because back when craft beer was called, uh, you know, microbrew, mm-hmm. that's, you know, it was it was in bottles. That's what, you know, canned beer was the the macros Macro. beers, you know. So when they started putting craft beers in cans, people just didn't didn't take to it. You yeah. know, it was they they associated it with that. And it's taken quite a while. I still hear um, some people that still, you know, oh, I'm not I wouldn't drink a beer in a can. It tastes like aluminum. It tastes like this and that. So pour it out. do you still get <laughs> folks like that at, at Hop City that are just opposed to cans? It, you know, honestly, it's an education for the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those cans are lined with some sort of, with a, really, a soy liner, mm-hmm. uh, and that soy liner will keep, uh, and it degrades, so it doesn't hurt the aluminum. It's totally recyclable, but what it does is it keeps that beer away from the uh, the metal contact, keeps that beer tasting really good. They're, they're fresh. Cans keep it fresh. So, uh, Craig, uh, how about you? Any other trends or changes you've seen since you've gotten the game there? So when we launched eight years ago, obviously the the, the bigger the, the the higher alcohol, the high, the more hops, the higher IBUs, that was really the trend. But lately, it's been uh, kind of a reverse of that. We've mm-hmm. seen a lot of, um, well, I'll call them those mild sours, right? Uh, Gozas and Berliner Weiss, very popular categories. Um, and I'm telling you, people who maybe wouldn't otherwise drink a beer. Are coming in and buying that specific style. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, that that's really been the, the hot category for us this summer. Uh, cans for sure. You're right on track, Josh. For, uh, that, that's that's been a trend we've seen, and and people are buying more and more of those. Um, even when we have two options, the bottle and and the can, the can seems to be selling even better. Yeah, down here. I mean, you can go to the lake. No, to, right until October to the pool, yeah. the lake, whatever. It's of course, yeah, all of those things. Yes, you, you can take your Oktoberfest to the lake. Exactly. That's yeah. right. Wear That's your right. jacket to the and lake, and your, and your pumpkin beers will be yes. all set, right? So, yes. no. While my pool is open, I will still keep my Tropicalia on the beer. That's, my, that's so. my pool beer. So, now, Craig, you mentioned we've kind of talked about it in the bits and pieces. So, you're uh, you have the West Side store. We do. We, that have, was our original, the OG, if you will. Okay, and you have uh, Crog Street Market. We do. That's uh, that's become our busiest location. Uh, I mean, it helps when you service the entire <laughs> the, the, the Crog sure. Street. Is, exactly. God bless it. Uh, and the foods there, I mean, I, I can't give enough uh, props to the food over there. Um, Todd does a great job over at the burger place. Uh, Goose, the dumplings are phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, everybody in there. Yeah, the, charcuterie, the charcuterie place. They've also got Ticonderoga Spotted Club. Trotter, a lot of yeah. 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 Everyone, I mean, yes. it's what it's. I'm, I've gained like six pounds working there. See, you yeah. need to gain about six pounds. I can well, trade with you if you yeah. don't mind. <laughs> so, yeah, we got some we can spare. So, right. but like you mentioned there, one thing cool is you do have a bar at the KSM location for those yeah. that haven't been there. So yeah. that that it's all craft beer. It's sixty taps. It constantly rotates. It's um, it's pretty cool. Uh, we get a lot of people up there who who order. Uh, Miller Lite, and of course we don't carry that. God bless them. Right. Um, 
But we always find an alternative. We always have some pilsners on. We always have a couple kolsches on. We have some. We have something for everybody, in other words. But we also have a, a heavy dose of sours for people mm-hmm. like Tim who enjoy that. Yep. yep. Uh, and me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then your uh, Birmingham store, yeah. as you mentioned. So now one thing, you've got a new venture coming up too, up in Alpharetta, Avalon area. So you want to tell us a little bit about that? I'd love to. Uh, so so Alpharetta is going to open in April of 2017. Um, I don't know if anybody who uh, who's listening or watching online, Alpharetta, you probably know, does not allow bars. The city of, of I Alpharetta. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They will okay. not allow one. There's not a single one in Alpharetta. Interesting. Um, it's by statute. Uh, so they're forcing us to have um, essentially a restaurant. So 40% of our sales have to be food. We're comfortable with that, and we really are excited about that opportunity. So uh, I'm Hop City, we're branding it completely differently uh, to avoid the confusion with our retail operation. There is not going to be a retail component uh, in Avalon. It's really going to be bar and restaurant. Uh, and we're calling it Barley Garden. Barley Garden. Okay. Barley Garden uh, Kitchen and Craft Bar. Um, and we're really excited about now, that. I know I saw mention of a uh, kind of collaborative work with Spotted Trotter. Is is this it or is this something different? Well, we'd love – so as of right now – so Kevin is a dear friend, Kevin Oots from uh, Spotted Trotter. And um, I'm, I'm trying to talk him into to being our restaurant partner. There okay. is going to be a restaurant partner – um, I'm hoping it's Kevin. We'll mm-hmm. see. There, there's two or three uh, of my chef friends that are lined up. Um, one of them will be that partner. Okay. Gotcha. Very Sounds nice. good. Great. We're talking to Craig Torres, the owner of Hop City, and also uh, we're talking to Josh Doherty from Harry's Farmer's Market. Now, uh, got a couple more minutes left in this segment. Uh, where do you think we're headed uh, in craft beer? What, you know, what's, what are sort of the trends that you're seeing coming maybe for 2017 and beyond? So the big trend I see coming down the pike, and you've already started to see this happen, is consolidation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've watched Constellation Brands gobble up uh, Ballast Point. Uh, we've watched the... Um, InBev folks gobble up a ton of different breweries. Yeah, one a week, uh, it seems like. It, yeah. it does, really. It's it's really shameful. I mean, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that out loud, but um, it's unfortunate. Um, some of my favorite breweries, uh, Breckenridge, uh, Ten Barrel, it, I mean, just mm-hmm. really quality breweries um, are now part of that, uh, that InBev network. Um, I'm optimistic we can continue to see good quality beer come out of these companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm sure you've had the Joe IPA around town from Ten Barrel. Um, still drinks really good. It still yeah. drinks the way I remember it tasting. Um, so that's the big trend. You're going to see more and more big companies buying small companies. And it's really to try to capture that, um, the excitement of craft beer, sure. yeah. but, uh, but be able to make that part of your, uh, your big beer. It, network. It, it's easier for them to go ahead and just buy up a couple of small breweries as opposed mm-hmm. to them starting their own thing and, and going from there. Right? I joked yeah. on Facebook. Uh, I think Miller Coors new slogan is one a week now because <laughs> yeah, just, like they it. just keep grabbing them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we saw, we've always seen it from a distance when a, a big brewery buys a brewery, the people, oh, well, I'm not going to, you know, they're not crafting or I'm not going to touch them. But we just recently had our first hit yeah. of that at home. I mean, Terrapin, you know? I mean, look mm-hmm. at Cigar City. I mean, sure. yeah, I mean, it's we, we, it's it's touched our lives, whether we like it or not. And I, I don't think we're going to stop drinking the beer. I don't see that happening. Um, but you're going to see more and more of this. Big brands you're familiar with are going to get gobbled sure. up. And there and there are people. There were some very verbal opponents to to the to the terrapin. There's a very well known bar in Atlanta that took a ten tacker off the wall that had been there for years to just because they want to support local independent brewers. So it's uh it's something that I've always said. I I'm going to admit I kind of ride the fence because I don't think it's a black and white topic sometimes it's so, not it's really not you're listening to the beer guys radio show we need to take a break and we will be right back 
Hi, this is Jason Pellet, brewmaster at Orpheus Brewing. You're listening to Beer Guys Radio. Eat it, Scott. You couldn't do that. The Beer Guys are back right after this. It's Aaron and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock is always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy. They have 12 of them. Bottles, too. Not sure what to drink? All of their beer servers are Cicerone certified. And if you got someone who isn't a beer fan, not to worry. Truck and Tap carries wine, mixed drinks, and even handcrafted sodas. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks daily. That way, you're getting a different menu every day. Check it out. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the Beer Guys sent you. Here on the Beer Guys radio show, we always encourage you to drink local. And, of course, shop local at your favorite bottle shop. But sometimes you want something different. A beer you've heard about online, or maybe you've got a bottle share to attend, but nothing special to bring, or you just want to check out something new. That's where Inside the Cellar comes in. They stock lots of craft beer from breweries that may not be available in your hometown. Shipping is almost free for every 12 you buy. And if you use our special promo code, you'll get 10% off of your order. Inside the Cellar also stocks wines and craft soda, too. And using Inside the Cellar helps us out. So head to BeerGuysRadio.com, click on the Sponsors link at the top of the page, and click the Inside the Cellar icon to shop. And enter our special promo code for 10% off, too. That's BeerGuysRadio.com. Click the Sponsors link and then go to Inside the Cellar. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Now, back to the Beer Guys radio show. No case of the Mondays here. It's Saturday. It's a good day. It's a good day. Absolutely. So we're still here with uh, Craig Torres from Hop City and uh, Josh Doherty from Harry's Farmer's Market. Thanks again for joining us uh, on the Beer Guys radio show today. So. Segment four, usually things start going downhill because we've just Because we've been opening beers. Exactly. Speaking of, by the way, our final truck and tap beer of the week. Yes. Fantastic. It is, isn't it? Oh, I'm so happy with this one. Yes. Now, I've heard of Green Bench. Where where are those guys out of? Florida, right? It's Florida Brewery? They're outside of Tampa, yeah. Okay. Yeah, awesome. That was great. Yes. uh, We always have a good selection We do, and thanks to Catlanta for bringing in that one. This is is fantastic. Much appreciated. So, So, yeah. I have a question, guys. We've got a little bit of time left, and Uh-oh. I want to ask a tough question here. It's something, you know, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of times we're talking production side of the beer game. You know, we talked uh, about that a lot, but there's something that's a, a hot topic that would definitely have impact on you guys, and uh, brewers want the right to sell direct from their brewery. So, uh, overall, uh, Craig, we'll start with you. What do you think of that, and uh, kind of how would you see that affecting your business? So we'll we'll get the easy part out of the way. Strongly in favor of that. Uh, we just launched that in Alabama mm-hmm. as of uh, about right. two months ago. June, we're, yeah. we're really thrilled about that. Um, you know, you would think I wouldn't be thrilled, right? Because I'm now I'm competing with all the people that I now admire. Uh, that all said, nobody, generally speaking, is going to run to the brewery to go out and buy um, crates of beer. Yeah, it's not practical. Most breweries are located in industrial parts of town where the rent is a little less expensive. Breweries are not designed to be retail locations. Um, so if I go to a tasting event at a brewery, I try a beer I really like, maybe, yes, I might buy a six-pack or a 12-pack or whatever. But generally speaking, that's really a jumping out, jumping off point for where they can actually go to a, a retailer like Harry's or myself and then go out and, and, and 
explore that category of beer or or that particular brewery. So it's really an entree into my world. And that's you know I've kind of said that before. I live I live in Woodstock. I'm just a few miles from Reformation, but a lot of times if I want Re- Reformation beer. The Publix on the corner is a lot closer than Reformation, Heck even yeah. though I'm not farther from them. Now, I will go up there because I enjoy hanging out at the brewery. I may pick up a bottle or two there, but I'm going to purchase a lot more of their beer at my local bottle shop or my local Publix than I am at the brewery. And so a brewery experience, to me, it's all about that uh, sort of dive into what that brewery has to offer. And it may be part of the, the, the brand experience. It may be that specific style of beer you know, maybe you've never had a blueberry beer and you go to Sweetwater and you try the blue. Right. And you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. I've never had one like that before. You're not going to drive back to Sweetwater every time you want to drink one of those. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's not practical. Not very convenient unless you, you know, work up right there, mm-hmm. right there in that area. But, or uh, if but a yeah. brewery does a small batch beer that maybe it doesn't make sense to send it to retail. But mm-hmm. if it's something that's exciting, that's going to get people enjoying that brewery and hopefully coming you know, to talk to you guys. Agreed. So yeah. I, I think it's a positive for the entirety of the retail community, and I, I encourage, strongly encourage my brethren in the retail world to embrace that. Awesome. Josh, what are your thoughts on that? I, I'm with Craig. You know, <clears throat> it's it's a win for all of us. And exactly. No one's going to drive to a brewery to get a Try to figure out and then come to see you when they need to stock up, right? Exactly. So. And Craig and I, we've built those relationships with our customers, so... Mm-hmm. They're going to come back to us. You know, they tried some the Sweetwater Blue. Right. Oh, is there another blueberry beer out there that yeah. somebody can try just to compare? You know, I've got a blueberry saison. I just added the fruit to it, so there'll be a blueberry up in Woodstock. Right. Tim, so, I'm right. coming to your house yeah, and drinking you that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Definitely yes. come to, he's yeah. got a brand new keezer, by the way, I too. Do. Yes, in there, good to so go. I'm very proud of that. So, Josh, we've talked about, you know, Craig's locations and that, but uh, if folks want to come see and grab a beer, where, where can they find you? Well, me personally, um, I'm located in Marietta by the Big Chicken, um, off of Powers Ferry Road. So I'm there and all the Harry's time. Harry's Farmers Market. Harry's correct? Farmers Market. Okay. You, know, got, now you're, you guys are part of the Whole Foods family, right? Yeah. And most Whole Foods Harry's locations do have a good craft beer. So they definitely right? do. That, yeah. They do. Awesome. Now, do you Very guys good. have growlers to go and those types of things too, or is uh, it uh, a handful of stores? It depends yeah. on the counties. Okay, it's kind of tough things with the laws. Sure, sure, sure. But definitely a great craft beer selection you guys do. So I definitely give you props for that. So I was going to okay. say I was going to throw a, just a thank you out to Whole Foods. So we share an attorney on mm-hmm. the liquor side, and uh, I'm without naming names because I don't want to you know endorse them particular attorney. Sure. Anyway, growlers exist in the in the state of Georgia because of Whole Foods and myself. Um, we were we shared that this attorney that was able to push this through uh, the Department of Revenue and get them on board with the whole idea. So growlers would not exist without Whole Foods. So thank you. Excellent. Baby steps. We'll there get there you eventually. Go, you know it is. And 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 Craig, we want to thank you. You've been on the scene a lot. I know you fought for for these types of things for us. And it's because of of folks like you and the brewers and everybody out there not giving up that we're getting the little bits and pieces that we are. So since you have a location in Alabama, you've seen it can move a little quicker, but at least we're making, I'm going to say at least because progress is progress, even if it's minor. So, Well, I, I've, I've been fortunate to testify in front of uh, the Alabama Senate uh, about craft beer. I've been fortunate to uh, work with lobbyists here in Georgia on their craft brewing laws, and, and I'm hoping we can continue to see change. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, cool. Craig Torres, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Josh Doherty uh, from Harry's Farmer's Market. Craig, of course, the owner of Hop City. So thanks again for joining us on the Beer Guys Radio Show today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So now it is time, by the way, for the hot list. 
time for the hot list. The beer guys have the scoop on what you need to know for next week. That's hot. So it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. So much hot stuff. So much hot stuff. So, um, Alabama. Yes. A couple of things going on in Alabama. This evening over in Alabama, Rescue Ship Pale Ale release party. At Trim Tap. Excellent, excellent. Check it out. One of they've been on the show. Great brewery. Good beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, Singing River Beer Dinner at Below the Radar in Huntsville. Great beer bar. We visited there. We sure did. We went to Huntsville. Um, Thursday, Fairholt uh, Cougar, which is a red L, release party at Hop City, Birmingham. What up? Yes, yes. I have to also mention, by the way, Hop City, Birmingham also has our favorite barbecue uh, food truck coming by. You guys have Piggy Smalls Barbecue. Isn't that the coolest name ever? I have to say that every single time I see it, so it's it's just fantastic. Yeah. We we book them purely. I mean, the, the food's okay. But no, we book them purely because the name is awesome. It's a fantastic name. I love it. I, I mean, I want to come over and visit just because I got to go to Piggy Smalls. You know, That's we've right. got a food truck here in Atlanta called the Blacksican. Yes. Yes. We get so yes. much press on the Internet just because people, you know, want to hunt down the name. So and Piggy Smalls does the same. It, That's it's right. awesome. Yeah. That's no, right. And then next Friday over in Alabama, Aaron. Yes. Uh, Josh Goggin Band at Chiaha. Brewing in Aniston. I'm going to call it that's correct. So, Easy so, for you to say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so t- I actually Googled that. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Tim, so. Tim, thank you. I usually do the yeah. Alabama stuff, but again, I was just a, a mess this week. So thank you for yeah, taking I'm, over I got that. You. We got you, that. man. We I appreciate got you. that. And in Georgia, this evening, today, Southern Brewing Company, uh, their uh, first anniversary. So Excellent. you've got some time still if you want to run over there to Athens. Check them out. Good stuff going on there. And uh, Cracker's going to be there, which is cool. Cracker, yeah. The band Cracker will yeah. be there. So it's going to be, they're really throwing down a nice event over there. Definitely. So, yeah. Uh, Friday, next Friday and Saturday, uh, Two Nights on Ponds, which is a celebration of local music and local beer. Also next Saturday, Red Hair's fifth anniversary party. And Slice and Pint does their very first bottle release. That's awesome. So, yeah, Slice and right. Pint really taking advantage of those growler laws. Yeah. I know they've been excited and kind of chomping at the bit to, to yes. do that kind of stuff. So, and now, so Aaron, we've got a giveaway to give away. We do, and I forgot all about that. So, I'm glad. I, I got you, man. Listen, man, you, I got I, you. like I said, I'm a mess this week, so I appreciate it. What do we got? This week, our winner is Stesha Durante. Stesha, congratulations. We'll drop you an email to get your info and get you a swag pack out. Aaron, why don't you tell the good people how they can enter to win an awesome Beer Guys swag pack? Well, Tim, it is easy. All you have to do is head to BeerGuysRadio.com and uh, click on the This Week in Georgia Beer tab. A little pop-up will show up, or you can also see it on the top of the website. Just sign up, and you will be automatically entered to win some of our awesome swag uh, from some of our uh, guests and friends of the show. So uh, it's free. We won't spam you, we promise, but uh, just good beer information every Friday morning in your email inbox and uh, also the chance to win some sweet swag. Good stuff. Excellent. So, yeah, so next week we've got uh, we're going over to, to, to Alabama talking to Mike Spratley of Huntsville's Blue Pants Brewery, which is one of my favorite breweries over there Might in the Huntsville well. area. Yeah, so hopefully we'll try oh, some yeah. of their stuff there. And uh, Oh, speaking of Blue Pants, I yeah. tried the uh, Candy Bar Pinstripe. Oh, I've, been, I've been meaning to try <laughs> that. How weekend. is it? It's good. Yeah. It's good. That's it's awesome. got a lot yes. going on. Yeah. Speaking of great Pilsners, though, yes, their Pilsner is the best in Alabama. I don't know really? if I've had their Pilsner yet. I was so. gonna say I've just had their had uh-huh. just had their stout. I had their peanut butter stout. I've uh-huh. still got a couple more of those left, but uh, but they were definitely one of the standouts last time we went to to Birmingham or to uh, to Huntsville for the uh, Rocket yeah. City Brew Fest. They did a, a really nice job. So looking forward to uh, 
checking those guys out, of course, coming up a little bit later on in the uh, in the show over the next weeks, too. We'll have some more stuff going on. I know we'll be talking to Scofflaw. Uh, I know we've got uh, Wild Heaven on the docket. We uh, also, we've got all that information on the socials, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Beer Guys Radio. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website, and we've got all this great stuff during the week. So thanks for listening. Have a great week. And don't forget, drink local. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're on demand via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always online at BeerGuysRadio.com. Aaron and Tim are back next week with more about the amazing world of craft beer. Cheers. The Beer Guys Radio Show on the Beer Guys Radio Network. BeerGuysRadio.com. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, Your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang.